love talking to this gentleman. He always seems happy. He's got good reason to because he writes the best songs in the world. We are talking about Roger Hodgson. Hey, good morning, guys. <laughs> Roger, I came to your music mainly through Supertramp and, and your own music, but mainly for your voice. I think you have mm-hmm. an amazing voice. You were lucky to be born with that, I presume. But have you ever had any problems with it along the way? You know, I haven't. Um, one thing I've really come to conclusion is, is really my voice is really uh, just a reflection of what's going on inside me. And I hear the way I used to sing with Supertramp, and I can hear myself trying. I can hear the lack of self-confidence. I can hear the trying to be someone who I wasn't. Nowadays, I'm, I'm just very... Very much more happy and, uh, you know, as I said, wiser. And, and so my singing really reflects that. And people tell me I'm singing so much better today than I did even back then. The song Give a Little Bit has uh, been used for several charities. I'm thinking Red Cross for Hurricane Sandy, but also recently for a Coke ad. How do you feel as the writer of that song, as a piece of your heart sitting there in your lounge room and Coke ad comes on with your song? Well, I had to uh, really question that. I looked at the ad, and really the, the reason I gave the go-ahead for that was because I thought the message of the ad was pretty cool. Um, it is showing the, 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 the positive side of human nature through the eyes of security cameras. So I thought it was a, an interesting concept. Well, speaking of commercialism, if a certain American billionaire was to pay you enough money, would you change the name of your band to Super Trump? <laughs> <laughs> You guys come up with the questions. <laughs> now answer the question. Come on, Roger Hodgson. Answer the question. Billion dollars is on the table. Come I on. want Super Trump to tour. Uh, n- no, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> you guys I have to take a shower after this. Interview. Forget that. <laughs> I'll ask an easier one, Roger. When you're touring America, especially Texas, do you have kippers for breakfast? I. It's hard to find kippers in America. They. they <laughs> I don't even know what they are. So I, so I reserve that when I visit my home country, England. <laughs> Doing my extensive research before this interview, I found out something that I didn't know. You used to be in a band with a Reginald Dwight. Well, it was a very short-lived band. But yes, my, my first uh, recording experience when I was 19, I think, um, this, this music publisher had heard some songs I'd written and, and thought they had a lot of potential. So they put me in a studio with um, a, a band of very hot session musicians, one of which was a gentleman named Reg Dwight, and who later changed his name to Elton John. So my first recording experience was with him, a lot of his band, actually, Nigel Olsen on drums and a few others. Uh-huh. And uh, so I don't know whether I said much that day. I think I was just agog with what was happening. <laughs> Are these recordings available? Yeah. Yeah, it was a song that almost became a big hit, actually, in, in England. It's a song called Mr. Boyd. So Breakfast in America, absolute worldwide smash and still one of the biggest selling albums of all time. What is it about that album that made it so good? The band had been slowly growing for a period of five or six years prior to that. We toured everywhere, including Australia in 76. For that album, we definitely came up with the songs that uh, made it on the radio. So really, I think radio really made that album but also the book, the band was poised. If we delivered the goods, which we did, we were going to explode. It's funny, even Breakfast in America, though, I wrote that song 12 years before we recorded it. So it had been around in my uh, trunk <laughs> or in my mind for, for that long. When it came to choosing the songs for the album, I was in charge of that. I really uh, chose the songs that matched the songs that Rick had. 
Breakfast in America was it was time for that song, as it was Take the Long Way Home and, and Logical Song, and it matched his song, which was Goodbye Stranger. Chatting to Roger Hodgson this morning, now you left Super Tramp in 1983 and you came out with a, what I think is this fantastic album. I loved it when it first came out uh, in the Eye of the Storm and still play it a lot today. Was it difficult for you to walk away from such a hugely successful band? I think it was more difficult to walk away from a dream. The Beatles changed my life. I was a teenager in boarding school listening to the Beatles and uh, they really showed me what music could do for me and for the world. And when uh, I joined Rick and we formed Supertramp, I, mean, I really wanted to see what heights we could take it, what legacy we could leave. And so it really had become my um, passion, my avenue for uh, to see the heights we could achieve for what was it, before 14 years I was with the band. So leaving that was difficult. My heart was telling me that the next phase of my life really needed to be uh, learning how to be a parent, which was even a greater challenge than learning how to be a musician. I really knew what that's what I had to do, and uh, I also felt that the Supertramp had run its course. So you've left Supertramp, you've, you've released this solo album, and then you went quiet for a while because you had a bit of an accident, didn't you? I really did pretty much leave the music industry. I, I, I left Los Angeles and moved to Northern California, up into the mountains, to a better place to build a home and raise my family. And it was difficult staying in touch with the music industry because I was living in a small town up there. And I didn't tour for about 16 years. And then, so four years later, when I made High High, and it was just very interesting timing-wise that when the album was released, that same week, I fell eight feet onto brick onto my head and my wrists and s smashed both my wrists. And the, and the doctors in the hospital said, well, you'll never play music again. Oh. So. Well, Roger Hodgson, thank you for joining us for Breakfast in Australia. My pleasure. And looking forward to seeing you soon. Bye, Roger. Good oh. times. Great classic hits for KQ on his birthday today, 72 yeah, years of age. Laurel, Gary and Mark. Classic hits for KQ.